This is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark darts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. Welcome to the podcast, everybody out there. Welcome back. I'm one of your hosts, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. This is Strange Brew Podcast, and who am I graced with their presence? Uh, normally known as Horror Boy, but we're going to go for a UFO or Alien Boy today. Or sick, <laughs> jaundice, chemo-looking dude. Yeah, we're messing around with some of the camera settings. I have, like, for all the uh, audio listeners, I have mine kind of said, like, cartoony, and then Aaron did it, and he looked like a, literally a tomato. You could only see his eyes. <laughs> Do you know, like, what, what sickens me about this is no matter how many times we mess with shit, it always seems to be me that gets the shit into this thing. <laughs> and, like, either my audio sounds like dog shit or my camera looks like shit. We have the same camera. We have the same podcast and desk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have nearly all the same equipment. We don't have the same microphone, though. No. You I, went for I, the very expensive one. I have that microphone <laughs> you had, right? And it was completely fine. And in my head, for some reason, I was like, oh, if I buy, like, the most expensive microphone that all the big podcasters have, obviously, that'll make it infinitely better. It's been nothing but trouble <laughs> since I've done it. Yeah, so welcome back. Welcome back. I am uh, especially Canadian today. Um, I actually am drinking uh, Tim Horton's. Not coffee, but tea in the, the generic cardboard fucking cup. Um, getting, getting in some tea. Green tea is really good for you. I've been drinking a lot of turmeric tea to help my fucking carpal tunnel. So. Now, is that actually... Did you go to Tim Hortons and get that? Or did you have a cup and just made tea? Oh, no, no. Cup? Chelsea got me uh, a green tea. Um, she went out and she's like, what do you want? And I was like, nothing with caffeine in it. And I was like, actually, fuck it. Let's just give me a green tea. And so, then, to make it even more Canadian... I have uh, some cider. I have a uh, hard cider, crisp hard apple cider, or whatever. It's yeah, yeah, it's pretty good in my Strange Brew podcast cup. And then I have <laughs> everybody who wants to know. I have made in Ireland Carrick Carrick Glen Stillwater. Why um, do you drink bottled water, man? Trudeau would not be a fan of that. I know. Yeah, what's everyone always says to me? They're like. Um, is it BPA or something that's in the plastic or whatever? And everyone calls me moobs. Because <laughs> they say that, that there's estrogen and shit in that and that gives you uh, man boobs. So everyone says, oh, you're having another bottle of moobs, are you? That's fucking funny. I did not know that. But yeah, there's harmful chemicals in the plastic. And I'm at the point in my life where I think everything's trying to kill me. I read everything. I'm like, well, the, yeah. I was like, I'll just get this today. But I know that it's got fucking... Because even like all the seed oils are really bad for you and... All that stuff. Do you know what? Do you know what's weird, right? Uh, I used to go around and say things like that. I'd be like, oh, shit, I can't drink bottled water because of the plastic and I'll have moobs. But then I would have unprotected sex with skanks from the nightclub. <laughs> yeah. And then you so got it's like, Yeah. So, it's like, <laughs> so welcome back. We have yet to really talk too much about aliens. Um, and this is just, uh, it's, a, it's a strange one. Um, obviously, it'll dive deeper into other stuff. But this is the UFO sighting. It's the shag. Harbor <laughs> sighting. <laughs> you know what? Sh- yeah, because shag means fuck, right? Yeah, that's. I was gonna ask. Is that like a just what they named him? I don't know. Like you know, yeah, the shagging wagon. I actually, when I was a kid, I actually really wanted a shagging wagon. I I literally wanted to get a hippie van, and I wanted a rotating bed inside of it. And when you open the doors, you had those beads. Like legit, when I was like 14, oh, nice. 13, I wanted that. I would call it my I, rape van. I got, <laughs> a, I got a new, <laughs> got a new <laughs> pup. Uh, I got a new puppy um, like last week when we were supposed to record. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone actually will even fucking see this. Uh, did you make him an Instagram like we did for Charlie? <laughs> I didn't actually, not yet, but that's not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's cute. Him. He's tiny yeah. and we call him Scooby. 
And then everybody uh, was making fun of me, like, I guess that makes you Shaggy then, does it? And it's like... <laughs> which, is that what you actually which, you named which him? Shaggy now, because obviously smoking weed and shit is illegal here, so Shaggy over here would have to be, like, disgusting. No, you're the, you're the black Shaggy that doesn't do drugs from the new Velma show that everyone absolutely hates because it's a bunch of woke-ish garbage. Totally out. I watch. I didn't even watch the show. Scooby I watch people do. react to it, and like, like I watched it. There's a chick on YouTube, and somehow I don't know how she does this, but she was able to show the episode while she was like commentating on it, and uh, it seems like absolute fucking garbage. And this is the problem: we go woke, you go broke. Either either way, um, if you go woke, people are not going to buy into it. But in, if you do the opposite, you might just be canceled. It's the world we live in today. How like. Where does this end? You're fucking ruining Scooby-Doo of all things. Yeah. Also, before I forget and before we move on with the episode, uh, when you said about Chelsea going out to get you Tim Hortons, is that mm-hmm. a thing that Canadians do as well as Americans? Like, that's not a thing here. Like, I would never, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I've been like, I'm going to go take a drive to get coffee. It's almost an else. excuse to be like, uh, I'm going to go... Um, you know, she went to Sobeys, which is our grocery store, just to get something for dinner tonight. And then she's like, oh, I also want to just pick up a coffee. She's like, I might as well drive out there so I can get myself a coffee um, because she's obsessed with coffee. If she doesn't have it, she's uh, angry. Um, <laughs> so I, could, I was uh, like that for a long time. See, and I don't, I drink one coffee a day. That's it. Um, I would probably do mud water as I get older, but I already take a lot of mushroom stuff. So, but uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, uh, it's an addiction. Um, let's talk about aliens once again. We're we're back. Um, an extraordinary uh, event in 1967 would practically put the small fishing town of Shag Harbor on the map. Good old Shag Harbor. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't help but laugh at that every time. I know it's it's it is kind of funny. Um, you know, and I just been in down in no like up in Nova Scotia. They all talk like this, eh? And they're like, you, uh, I got some fish to catch. <laughs> so I, kind of I, I'm actually kind of disappointed. They don't have that like generic, um, like UFO alien music. Oh well, we talk about it. Like we just, like we can put it in the background after. But I do have the. Um, for some reason, what is it called? Uh, where is it? Like we're talking yeah, about the so Shag Harbor UFO incident. Um, I heard kind of about this, but it is a pretty uh, a pretty prevalent sighting. Um, and and Canada has like a database, which we'll get into on another episode, probably or something for the Patreon, where they like have uh, a database where they've taken all the sightings of UFOs around Canada. Um, and there's a lot, and some people really do believe in this stuff. Um, as do like you know, this is a weird case because something crashed in the ocean and people fucking saw it. So let's get into it. Um, located at the southern tip of Nova Scotia, the rural community would be the host of one of the best documented UFO events of the past 40 years. Named after the, is named after Shag, a bird from the, the, the Comorant family. I'm sure I'm not a bird expert, uh, but I really like that movie, um, with Steve, uh, Martin and, uh, Jack Black, where they go bird watching and Owen Wilson's in a great movie for a, a movie being about birds. Also, <laughs> uh, when you're listening to this episode, anyone who has alcohol with them, we're going to play a little drinking game. Every time you hear something that either of us say about this case that sounds like any sort of sexual or has any sort of sexual innuendo attached to it, so whether it be shag or southern tip, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that you have to take a nice big drink, everybody. I'm getting really into like the ciders. Oh, so nice. do, like, a lot Cider's of, like, huge in Ireland. It's and like, and I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not really like into beer as much. Like I, I will get a beer like on when me and Billy did dark Disney, I was like, you know, I'm going to switch it up. I always do like, like liquor or something like that or some like light, like, um, like low sugar carb fucking drinks just cause it's easier on your gut and you don't get a lot of weight drinking like five of them. But I, I got more into last week of like, I'm going to keep some ciders in the fridge. We have some pretty good ones and they're fucking, they go down smooth. It's delicious. Yeah. There's a, uh, is it angry orchard? Yes, that's what I have. That's what I'm drinking. It's, it's so good, big. dude. Yeah, it's so nice. That's literally what I'm drinking because I actually really like it. A buddy turned me on to it. Um, turned me on to get it. So. Buddy turned you on. Hmm. <laughs> um, but this was crazy. So obviously the harbor was literally left off most maps of the time. But uh, that would uh, change forever after this UFO incident. So this tiny fishing community has also had, has always had its stories 
uh, stories of giant sea serpents, man-eating squids, because obviously when it comes to like fishing towns and like back in the day of pirate folklore, and I feel like some stuff like that. And like we, there will be an episode for the Patreon uh, that will come out when we throw back to when we tell like a Lost Tapes episode. We talk about pirates. And I got pretty drunk, and it was the night that I almost died. Uh, so I, I feel like it should. Pirate tattoo. Yeah, so I feel like it should be justified on the uh, the Patreon. But I would like to dive back into. Uh, a whole talk, even if it is honestly like a fun live show that we end up putting out on the main show also. And I have a really good idea. We all have to dress up as pirates. Oh, I know. Because Chuck's like, how many fucking much money you can spend on costumes? I was like, probably a fair amount. Because <laughs> I already what, have right? like... It tons. makes me feel so good that you had suggested that once or twice about dressing up because it's like, now I have an actual legitimate excuse yeah. <laughs> to dress up all the time as a grown man. I, and I, I I love it. It's a lot of fun. So, and I'm just this week. I'll be prepping all my stuff for the Jimmy Savile episode, which will be. I got a, some of my costume. Oh, did you? I said to Chelsea, I, was like, I need to go to Value Village, which is like this place where poor people shop, <laughs> and like you can get coats for like super cheap. I gotta I look get my um, scary. By the way, do you? I have to get my teeth and my uh, like my jumper, like my <laughs> neon. See if I can find like a neon suit or something like that. But I'm excited because I gotta go through all the research. I have a lot of articles this week, so that will be fun. And I, I said to the, the boys, Anton and Aaron, I want to dress up. I want us all to dress up like we're emo. And he's like, why? Is there like an episode? You know, I was like, no, I'll figure out what we're going to talk about. But I just have the really the craving to put on a fucking like dress up like I used to. I, I won't shave probably because I I'll look like I'm fucking I'll, I will literally look like I'm 13 again. But I just ha- I have a fuck. I just want to dress up like I'm emo again. Just for fucking fun. The last time I shaved my face completely bare was like probably maybe eight, ten months ago. And my seven year old boy <laughs> was like, Dad, please don't ever do it again. Like, yeah. To the it, point uh, where I was like, OK, I got to drop you to school tomorrow. Uh, it's like, you can, know, you, can you pe- stay in the car? Pe- yeah. People who normally like bring him or whatever, if yeah. I'm not around or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm dropping you to school tomorrow. He's like, uh, hmm. He was like, when will your beard be grown back? I was like, <laughs> I don't know, a few weeks. He was like, oof. <laughs> That's why I don't even get out of the car. So obviously, like, Canada does have a lot of stories of ghost ships, especially in these towns. Um, there's tons of stuff, like tons of ghost stories. Me and Billy talked about uh, back in the day. Um, ghost yes, ship. Ghost Ship, your other tattoo, which, which I, is such a good cover, not a great movie, because um, I rewatched it and got, got issues with it. Um, Doesn't hold up. Yeah, uh, but like you know, there's all these stories. Obviously, if you go back, there's we, me and Billy did a Canadian ghost story episode. I think that's where the one I was on, where there's like a flying canoe. Like that's always fun. Okay, is it so, fucking weird? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, you know, so in the uh, list of local uh, colors, would see more one. What the list of local colors would see one or more addition to its story? Uh, it's its list, I guess. Um, a story, a story uh, uh, of a visit of a mysterious flying craft. With unknown origin, nobody knows. This craft would visit the waters of Shag Harbor, permanently stamping the village name in the public eye. And that's kind of like what made this place popular. Um, And it would be kind of cool to go there and, and sit on the beach and stuff like that. I don't know what really else is in Nova Scotia other than like, I don't know, potatoes or something. Um, there is, there is a, uh, there, in some of those places, there is a large, uh, Irish population, probably now generations down, but the, a lot of the Irish just showed up and they were like, uh, I don't want to walk any further. This is fine. <laughs> 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 I'm too drunk to walk any further. So I'm just going to station up here. I mean, to be uh, fair, we are kind of everywhere. Like we were like fucking, we infested the world like rats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, technically. So the first indication of this mystery and this mysterious occurrence would come from local residents who noticed strange orange lights in the sky on the night of October 4th, 1967. Most witnesses agreed that there were four orange lights in that evening. Five teenagers watched these lights flash in sequence and then suddenly dive at a 45 degree angle towards the water's surface. The witness was surprised that the lights did not dive into the water, but seemed to float on the water approximately one half mile from the shore. So that was like fairly close um, to the shore, which is kind of crazy. Uh, this is like a, because then they, supposedly one did crash, uh, which we'll get into. Um, 
trying to pull up. I had the pictures of, oh, there they are. The This is, we'll get into this, I'm sure, of one of the main photos. But this is one of the main photos that was taken on that night. And obviously, this is in the 60s. Um, so that's weird. That's like above the harbor. And it's like, for all the uh, like the audio listeners, it's like uh, a purple light and a red light and like a dot. And there's so many weird UFO uh, sightings coming out now even where I heard about um, a UFO sighting in Iraq. I've heard that supposedly the Russians shot down a random UFO, but it could have been a drone. And now I've seen pictures come out uh, of these weird cloud formations of like almost like holes in the sky. It's fucking, there's a lot of weird stuff going on lately. How do you, <clears throat> how do you feel about UFO sightings or alien sightings? So like for me personally, uh, obviously I, not to fucking rip off the X-Files, but like I yeah. want to believe, I really do. But there's a part of it that like scares the shit out of me. Me too. Um, I will. I want to talk about this on the dreams episode when we end up getting to that. But uh, I had I take valerian root um, mm -hmm. to help me like get a good sleep, and it produces very vivid dreams. Um, so me and Chelsea were in this 60s style house and the weird thing, she had this uh, same dream that night or not like the same dream, but she also had a dream that they were in a 60s style house, which is extremely weird. People share events in their dreams. It's, it's a weird thing. And I eventually want to talk about it, but, and then we're in this house and then I'm like, I see this like UFO. I'm like smoking a joint or something outside. I see this like UFO. I'm like weird. Whoa. And then I'm like, I remember seeing like Charlie on the ground, like just like looking up at me and it definitely. Definitely felt like a 60s vibe. And then I go outside and I see like three, four UFOs and just chaos and like a pulling people, like tractor beams, pulling them mm -hmm. out of their house. And then like fire in the distance, like not really any power on that side of the city or town or whatever it was, because I don't recognize this place at all. And then uh, I come inside, I'm like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And I almost remember seeing a gray alien in my dream, but it's hard to recall. And then, but it was like walking by and stuff like that. And I was like, that looks fake. That's not real. And like, it was a, it was weird. And I, I've only had two dreams about like aliens and UFOs and stuff. And the one was like, I was in this hotel room thing. And like, uh, I saw this UFO and it was almost like a, a coast, like where you, like, you know, some of those really nice resorts where they all the buildings are right on the coast of the water and stuff like that. And I saw this huge, massive, like mothership UFO. And then I was like, take I had to go down this elevator and it's so weird. I went down the elevator into this like shaft thing underneath the water and I tucked myself in and I shot out of this, like never even seen this stuff before. I shot in this like little weird bubble thing, like almost like a craft into the water and then like to this other building while there was water filling up and I had to escape and dreams are fucking weird, dude. And, and you know, when like you have a dream that like when you say it out loud, it sounds so fake and bizarre, but at the yeah. time... It's like it feels like it's extremely real. That felt when real. I, when it's you, weird I saw those that UFOs you say shows. that you mentioned Valerian Root. Uh, the first time I ever started to take that was on a recommendation of somebody else uh, about like not being able to sleep great and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, I had this really like really really vivid dream that for some reason I was in like Thailand or somewhere like that, uh, like backpacking for some yeah. reason, and somehow I got like into trouble and i got roped into this weird like uh you know like that underground fight and shit yeah yeah but it was like somehow they were like like all the locals were like making tourists like fucking fight each other weird or some shit kind of like they were like taking a hostage or something but it turns out that then they would bring you away and like put you in these weird cages and you would get like i got like shipped off somewhere <laughs> and then like <laughs> everything weird. just like yeah everything goes to black and then, and it, dude, I swear to God, right? And when I woke up the next day, I must actually find it because I had like a, a dream journal and I used to record. I was going to do that, yeah. I used to record all the voice notes on my phone. Oh, that's good. So idea. I have them all backed up. And uh, I was in like a completely white room and I was sitting like similar to, I guess, the idea of somebody was getting a back tattoo. They would sit mm -hmm. backwards on a chair. I was, like, in something like that, and, like, my arms and legs were, like, locked into this thing. And then a guy and comes with a rope and starts knocking you in the testicles. There, there was some <laughs> fucking... I, I didn't I didn't ever see it, but, like, at the time, I think I felt like I knew what it was. Some form of, like, alien or aliens that had my entire back open. That's fucking weird, dude. And they were, like, doing shit to my nerves and stuff, and I could, like, feel it, and, like, my That's eyes were moving fucked. around and shit. 
That's crazy. I do believe dreams can be memories from a past life. I do believe we don't understand dreams to an extent of what we know. And I know it's like so many memories and stuff like that of people you've seen. But I've seen people in my dreams I've never seen. They say, like, they say oh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's p- faces you catch while you're just like walking in a store or whatever. But there's some, pe- there's some people that have been significant in my dreams that I don't recognize them, don't know them. Um, and then there's also the idea, right, that your soul technically leaves your body while you're sleeping. And it's creating these experiences and leaving you, like there's a theory that they're just leaving you with some sort of kind of memory of what your soul is off doing it's, it's fucked that's and scary. also it's something that we could talk about maybe in the future for an episode um you know even if it's not main show maybe patreon or something yeah there's a, there's several different like high profile stories of people like shared dream experiences where like thousands millions of people across the world have all attested to seeing like a particular man oh the, the, I want, uh, the, the hat man Dude, I actually want to do uh, an episode about... That scares the shit out of me. That, has, that, yeah. that gives me goosebumps. Yeah, and even if we do it maybe as like a YouTube thing of like talking about the hat man and stuff like that because it's it's a strange... It's not too... But there's a lot of people. And I feel like I just was stumbling upon stuff doing research and I was going to write an episode about the hat man. Like I saved a couple articles of stuff we could talk about and kind of reach back to shadow people. Um, but yeah, dreams are weird and this is even stranger. So, um, you know, people, all these people are seeing these weird lights and they're flashing in sequence. Um, witnesses were surprised that the lights did not dive in the water, but seemed to like float above the water, which is weird also. Um, witnesses at, at first thought they were watching, you know, a tragic airplane crash and quickly reported uh, as much as they could and as much as they remembered to the Canadian Mounted Police, um, which the RCMP is totally corrupt, uh, just so people understand. They work for the government now and not for you, which was located at the Barrington Passage. Uh, coincidentally, the RCMP constable, Ron, Ron Pound, that's another one, take a drink. Yep. <laughs> Ron, Ron fucking Pounds, man. Pound felt that he... He was seeing four lights all attached to one flying craft. He estimated that the craft was about 60 feet long, which is the crazy part is also like the RCMP also saw this UFO. Like they also saw something in the sky, um, which is crazy because they also like, which is nuts to have a cop um, or someone in which this happened many times where cops have seen stuff where like, I can't explain it, you know? I don't know. This shit just like freaks me out. And and this, I always like I've thought that I was like uh, when I was a kid I'd be smoking kind of drunk looking up the stars be like oh I'm different and I would see UFOs or weird st- like a lot of times I talk about the stars I would see that be bobbing you could see them change colors like red white or like red yellow blue green like all these different colors that a star from so far away millions of light years supposedly wouldn't really cast off it but it might but um and then but seeing it almost like where I'm like really watching it, even next to like a tree or an object and you can see like. The, the bobbing like a, a you know when you're fishing and that thing's just bobbing in the water it's mm-hmm. and it and to me it does freak me out to not know what the hell is aboard all these crafts because i've seen weird stuff too where like i had like at the my one of the places i've talked about in this podcast before i used to live in this house called it was on 13 bailey drive and 13 is not a good number a lot of bad memories and weird stuff i used to play the ouija board a lot there a lot of stuff like that paranormal events and uh, I was out on my, like, we had, like, a, we built, like, a deck that comes out from the top and the sliding mm-hmm. door. And we're out there. And I was, like, smoking a joint, having a cigarette or something. And then uh, I was, like, weird. Whoa. There's, like, this really bright white light, like, in the sky. And, like, super bright where I was, like, that's fucking weird. And then I was, like, yo, come look at this. And I turned around, and my mom's boyfriend at the time was coming through the door. And I turned, looked at him, and looked back, and he was gone. And I was like, that was fucking weird. The thing was literally just, and it got brighter as it was coming towards me. And then I turned for a second and it was gone. Not for me. That would make me shit my pants. I do think it's possible. I do think we see some crafts that are, um, that are human made to an extent. Um, a lot of the, the silver crafts or the crafts that look metallic are probably from militaries around the world or whatever. But, a lot of times I've heard that like if you there's a lot of UFO videos you can look them up on YouTube and all over the internet of like these crafts or objects or things they're seeing that are changing color and supposedly somehow I, I can't remember I watched this thing or read this thing about how they use like color hues to like they change color hues as they're like flying and stuff like that and somehow it's like resonating with a frequency of what the, the space they're flying in um, like this anti-gravity kind of way and it's weird because a lot of them a lot of people see the same kind of ships 
where they're like, dude, like even almost like like the close encounters of the third kind. It's like, dude, 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 and it's like making all these sounds and shit like that. A lot of people have seen weird stuff like that, which I would like to do for the Patreon. Even I would like to talk about that movie, um, do a comment because it is that's a good kind of spooky movie about like extraterrestrials and not really knowing who is actually in the craft because they don't show it ever. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's, and I don't know why because there like there obviously is um. A lot of people out there who believe otherwise, but I always assume that any extraterrestrial, alien, UFO, anything like that is going to be hostile. Yeah, and I tr- hopefully do, I th- I try to think that it won't be, but at the same time, if there is things controlling me playing our Earth, they'd probably be the first to intervene um, before someone else was coming to like, oh fuck, they actually like invaded or whatever, right? And there's like all these different claims from people that say they've seen uh, that supposedly they have inside information that ships are coming from like you know fucking galaxies away or light years away, and that they'll be here at a certain date, and then it doesn't happen, or sometimes we don't know. Um, and I've seen stuff, and I I I've always had the theory. Uh, UFOs, which we'll get into eventually when we talk more um, about when we do our big alien abduction episode, which I already saved some articles for that of weird people's abduction experiences, and we can touch upon some of the more famous ones um, uh, in short, but we'll end up diving into those, but that um, I think they sit in front of stars sometimes because we see things in that we see the way that the stars are laid out, and I feel like they would be intelligent enough to like sit in front of a star. So if their color, their ship didn't emit colors, that it would just look like a, another star and it's sitting in the same position. You know, that's a theory I've had for a long time that like, who knows? Cause I've seen weird shit in the sky. It just, Oh dude, it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Cause there, there's got to be something. Yeah. And it's just like, it I can't be the only living not. existing thing in the universe. I just you... hope they're not scary motherfuckers. If I, I ever know. do have to see them. Witness Constable Pound made his way to the shore to get a closer look at the, uh, you know, the the phenomenal sight. Uh, he was accompanied by Police Corporal Victor Workabeke, Workabeke, whatever. Sure, Constable Ron O'Brien. Oh, he's definitely from Irish descent, and uh, <laughs> other local residents. Pound clearly saw a yellow light slowly moving onto the water, leaving a yellowish foam in its wake. Which I've also heard about these 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 fishermen, I think they were, or maybe it was the Coast Guard, the one guy, because I saw, I watched a doc this morning, um, and it was like a 2000s documentary, and like, just like you could tell it was <laughs> like a 2000, you know, it was actually decent quality for YouTube and stuff like that, uh, but because like, this guy, they have a picture of the guy that the one teenager that later on in life, he found the Roswell um, incident and stuff like that, and started getting obsessed with what he saw, and like diving into it, I mean, witnesses there was, and at the beginning of the doc, he's just like on Sharp uh, on uh, Shag Harbor, like just staring out into the water and just like on a rock, <laughs> just like that typical scene of like I saw a UFO and it was at this very spot. Yeah, that and like any of those documentaries or or YouTube videos or clips or anything about dudes or anybody who's been like or who claims to have been abducted, yeah, uh, or anything like that, they're the ones I think that get me the most uh, because as much as I. They scared the shit out of me. I also kind of want to believe it's real. Um, yeah. I don't know if you had seen as well. I think it was about a week ago that uh, scientists, I think in India, they have some like crazy fucking telescope shit or something. They intercepted some radio signal from a galaxy like nine billion light years away. That's fucking scary. I, I just feel like it's coming with all the stuff. Like if I've always, so I joked my buddy that I was like, yeah, if I was religious, I'd probably think it's the end of the world. Because everything that's happened, I've yeah. seen like there's a lot of animals dying, fish dying, washing up on shore. I've seen weird videos coming out of China of all these chickens dead, which people are think they're gonna starve out the world. Um, there's a lot of scary things happening that people don't necessarily know about, and the people in power uh, will stop at nothing to kind of enslave us, and that's my opinion. And it will be a slow like boiling the frog in the water, but eventually, the more people that wake up, the more their plans are gonna get revealed, and the more that essentially that they're going to push harder because they know the population is waking up more. And COVID did that. It woke a lot of people up. So it's going to all, it's going to get, going to get sketchy. Yeah, that, that's really been like, I feel like the, the opening of the floodgates for like the more, um, how would I, like the, the more common person. Uh, Seeing through who, all this bullshit. Yeah. Who may have, it's like you said, like, you know, about people, 
you might have a conversation about something and, and that guy said to you like, oh no, I just watch sports. I don't really yeah. pay attention to that. I feel like there's more people though that have been like that. Mm-hmm. The COVID has really opened their mind to go, oh right, the government doesn't actually give a fuck if I live or die or, or I'm just here as like a fucking meat sack that can provide value and then when I'm no longer needed, I can just be killed off. Yeah, and that's how it's going. And I heard that they're, the Canada signed um, some sort of treaty or declaration uh, with the WEF in 2020, and now it's coming out in documented proof and evidence that they actually did. And if you, and it's, it's not a conspiracy because if you look and watch the, what they're saying, and you even look at their own website and you listen to their talks at Davos, uh, yeah, it's fucking frightening what they want to do because they're not going to do it themselves. They're not going to stop eating meat. They're not going to stop flying around their fucking jets or having a gasoline car or whatever they want because they're in power. And pe- people will start waking up. When it, and I've said this where people saw uh, Trudeau came to a, a Hamilton near Toronto and people were like freaking out, yelling at him, screaming. And he's just like laughing, just waving. And obviously this is a Canadian uh, topic and stuff like that. But, it, it, you know, it's it's getting... Uh, and I I made a, like a Stitch video being like, oh, wait, I was like, eating a salad in my car. <laughs> I was like, wait till, uh, wait till it gets... Uh, when people really have nothing to lose. And I was like, we'll see how much chaos ensues because it's going to get crazy when people really don't have anything, you know? You know, so I was just reading there a while back. That's fucking freaky. Uh, the U.S. government logged 510 uh, UFO reports last year alone. Oh, what? That's a lot. That are like, and they have um, like no way of explaining any of them. They actually have the, you can get a PDF online of the report. Uh, yeah, I the feel director like for national intelligence actually like released this. But you think that they're uh, they're kind of making way for like essentially what would be the last final stage would be Project Bluebeam, which eventually I want to talk about. Once me and Billy do chemtrails and harp, I want to lead into talking about Project Bluebeam because all three of those all connect. Uh, faking uh, an alien invasion. Um, to bring apart yeah. a one-world government or bring on... Do you know what the worst part about this is? We are completely, completely powerless in it, all of this, really. Yeah, it, to an extent, but if enough people do, I do have a faith in humanity, and then if enough people just, like, the whole... My whole thing is always, like, do, whatever's coming, do not comply. Do not comply. If enough people do this and they start to wake up and enough people to say no to whatever they're going to offer us or try to inject us with or whatever, if enough people say no, there's no, there's, they, if they kill the whole population, they have nothing else to live for because they use and control us, yeah, right? That's true. To fund their shit and, and to give them money and to like the, they, they don't work. They, you know, they take money off our hardworking backs and steal it through taxes and, uh, you know, laundering money through Ukraine and all this shit. So they need us. So if enough people do wake up, you could see the, which I hopefully, I hope is true, where the, the consciousness of the planet raises to a higher vibration and then the whole world shifts into a fourth dimensional um, paradigm where essentially like you could like, you could, anyone you talk to, you start to get into the thing of like if it's psychic powers would end up coming into a thing where people could know if you were lying and tell if you were lying so that you politicians couldn't lie anymore. You couldn't have a structure like that because people would see through the bullshit instantly. It's fucking crazy, man. Just give us all guns and we'll just go out and kill all these people. Yeah, I know. That's, when they were at Davos, someone's like, you know, Putin, you could uh, drop a bomb any time. <laughs> like, right there. They're all in the same place. Uh, the RCMP ran. Um, so it was weird. Because they started seeing weird stuff. The RCMP saw these lights, and they did see the Coast Guard came up, and they saw this, like, the foam. So Coast Guard Cutter, uh, number 101 and other local boats, rushed to the spot of the sighting. But at the time they arrived, the light itself was gone. However, the crewmen could still see yellow foam. And I saw the witness that saw this, indicating that uh, I heard him talk about it. And uh, indicating that something had possibly submerged. Nothing else could be found that night, and the search was called off at 3 a.m. This weird yellow foam was there. And the thing is, if you were smart, which they probably did, because they wouldn't tell the public if they did take a sample of it, test it, and was like, this does not show up like on anything that we know of on this planet. You know? It's uh, And it's the same, actually, and it's something I would love to talk about maybe down the line in another episode. There's actually a, a lot more um, sightings of UFOs in Ireland, and it's been talked about a lot more in recent years. 
Yeah. And again, it just seems like I, I think the generic response is to be like, oh, it's some sort of exercise that's being run or some sort of like weather balloon or mm. whatever. And then, you know, like uh, some other shit comes out or people are like, okay, can you explain to me how a weather balloon can move like yeah. in these weird, like linear fucking... They always say that after they say, oh, no, like they come out, like especially like uh, Roswell, you can go back and listen to me and Billy talk about that. But they say like, oh, yeah, it was uh, it was a weather balloon. Uh, but originally they said it wasn't. Originally they said it was a UFO craft, and then within a day or two they're like, "No, never mind. Uh, it was a weather balloon." Uh, for some reason, I've never seen one in my life flying around as often as they claim that weather balloons are used. Strange, right? Isn't that strange? You know, so it is weird because, like, and then the RCMP ran traffic checks with the rescue um, coordination center in Halifax and NORAD radar, um, and that was at. Uh, Bacoro, uh, in Nova Scotia, whatever that is, and they were told they they were missing no aircraft. Uh, they were missing no aircraft reported that evening, or either civilian or military. Like there's no aircraft that they saw or knew was flying around that area at the time, because you would be able to know um, when it comes to radar and stuff. And then Shag Harbor was on the map, obviously the following day. The rescue coordinations centered uh, the the rescue coordination center filed a report with Canadian Forces uh, headquarters in Ottawa. The first stated that the something hit w- the water in Shag Harbor, and that was an unknown object because people didn't really they didn't really know what it was they saw something come in and everyone saw these strange lights and then it it hit the water um which is fucking crazy and so it seemed like it dived in like again i don't know i just find some of the explanations are just very (laughs) generic it's like oh it's probably like a thing 100%. 100%. But how could all, like, fr- from this alone, like, you have, there was the the Air Canada flight, so the pilots from that said they saw something. You have people on the ground, just regular civilians seeing Saying shit. they said something. Yeah, like, you've got... Oh, they um, say, oh, sorry. <laughs> there's the fucking, um, the, uh, I can't remember the, the, the name of the ship. There's the, most of the crew had seen something. Like, there's... How? How is that possible that, like, why would all these random people conspire to be like, hey, let's make up a story about seeing some lights and some weird shit? Yeah, I know. And that's what the, always the thing is, too, right? And, like, uh, is how do all these people end up seeing the same event? And that's what I've said even about the the reptilian shit when people are like, ah, you believe in fucking a race of lizard people? And it's just like, well, people across the world have had these events and seen these creatures. Same with greys and other aliens across the world that would have no contact with each other. Um, and also in our ancient culture, it's everywhere, everywhere. Snake in the Garden of Eden, serpent worship in, uh, worship in Africa, um, the Ouroboros eating its own tail, uh, knights fighting dragons. It's all there. Um, it's fucking crazy. So soon the story of the mysterious craft at Shag Harbor died as quickly as it began. That is until 1993. As an original story faded from the papers and obviously newscasts because they were printing papers where it could, could be something concrete in Shag Harbor, UFO. Continue search today. So they actually had articles um, out at the time. Canadian Defense Department investigates UFO that dives in Nova Scotia Bay. It's like these are th- papers in the 60s, super grainy. <laughs> um, so uh, and there was obviously, so there were several theories that were put forward. One explanation was that a Russian aircraft had crashed, which could explain the presence of the Russian submarine in the area, which is also weird. There was rumors of an American involved in the follow-up investigation, but there was no official statement from the United States as like, if it was one of their crafts, um, especially... At this time of like '67, I feel like the Cold War was still kind of like people were still scared, and Russia's always the enemy for some reason. Yeah, you see, and uh, so and it's very hard to. I don't know. I find like a lot of times when you hear these stories, and it's not just UFOs either. There's mm-hmm. there's a couple of other things that I've looked at, uh, the likes of the Titanic and and a few other things and. It seemed to me like that Russia is a really easy scapegoat to be like, oh, it was the Russians. 100%. It's 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 Russian drones and shit. Like, even when I said there about there was 510 UFO sightings last year in the States that are, like, unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the generic kind of answer they broke down was like, 
oh, 247 of those were, um, you know, drones or other weather balloons and shit like yeah. that. And 150 was something else, and it was this and it was that. And, and then it's like, but even the ones we can't account for or we're not 100% sure of, uh, we're not worried about it being anything other than, like, um, spy spy equipment from other countries. Yeah, and at this point, I feel like it's fairly easy to figure out what's going on with people on this side of the world because there's so many apps and technology where you can see how that culture behaves. You know, so it so is it's like, really weird. And, okay, so if you're that concerned about, like, their ability to do that, you haven't figured out how to be able to tell the difference between that and a fucking UFO. Yeah. They know something's out there. And it's uh, either like, you know, when there's all these different theories, which I want to get to. <clears throat> Jesus. Oh, no, we're going to do a big talk eventually about Area 51 um, and all that stuff. But also, which might lead up to either one or the other, but I definitely want to do the whole alien abduction episode and go very deep on that. Because there's so many crazy stories of people that all have seemed to have close to the same experience, people that are very credible, and why mm -hmm. would they need to lie kind of thing. So it's fucking weird, so... Well, like, uh, and I can't remember what I watched a while ago. It could have been something that... Uh, was it on Joe Rogan or something like that? And they were talking about UFOs and aliens and shit. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about the idea of... Um, I can't remember who it was they were mentioning, and it was someone, like, who's considered, I guess, uh, equally as credible as he is, like, crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, um... Jack Filet. Who is the dude that that Jeremy Corbell done stuff with? Um, it's not George. Oh, Friedman? Stanton Friedman? Because he was connected no, on this no, documentary, no. too, and they had him talking about it. And um, a lot of, uh, you know, UFO people look very frumpy. Like even the guy that we'll get into Chris Styles in a second, um, and there like, was the Joe one was basically not not to cut you off. Yeah, uh, like you know, Joe was basically talking about the idea of like you know some of these people like it's like what what did this person have to gain by saying all this shit yeah. other than the risk of being cast as like oh here's the fucking lunatic who thinks that he saw aliens or here's the lunatic who says that he worked in. Uh, a base, uh, a military base that we're dealing with alien technology. It's like you know when you and when you actually break it down and think about that, mm. it's like, uh, it, like, what do you have to gain out of it? That's what I'm yeah, saying. like is there really incentive? Like, um, what's his name? That and you know the story <laughs> I'm talking about as well. The dude, uh, he said that he was brought in to like reverse engineer all that oh, extraterrestrial um, technology. Yeah, why can't I think of that guy's name? I know exactly uh, who you're talking not, it's about. It's not George. It's not George Knapp. No, it's not. It's, no, um, Bob, Bob. Bob Lazar. Yes. Yes. You know, and like, look, I can't say some of the stuff he says is a bit weird, maybe a bit goofy, but like, he. I don't know. It it just seems weird to me. Like outside of like writing your first book or whatever and trying to sell that story. Yeah. Why would you keep harping on and on and on about it only for the world to label you as like some insane dude who thinks. Well, it's true. Fucking... And it's the same way you have like stuff like with people that have inside information about like, uh, you know, some, some weird stuff going on with MK ultra and all that stuff. Like, uh, technically, if I reach out to a buddy, I might be able to eventually get on Kathy O'Brien, the chick that claimed to have been like in with the Illuminati and used as like a sex toy, essentially. And she knew Erin Von Braun and, and what was going to go on um, with the coming Project Bluebeam and stuff like that. So like in these people that, yeah, would look they look crazy to the public and forever will be ridiculed. Why do you kind of want that for your existence here unless you're kind of being genuine, you know? And also... That I think that suits the narrative. Yeah. The more crazy that you can make this person seem to the general public, yeah, the better for the cause. Because it's like, oh, that fucking lunatic. Yeah, no, don't don't listen. To him. Well, that's why I've even heard that they've they they I always make the like the joke about how it's there's always like I've said this a million times that it's always jed down the farm because like essentially mm -hmm. they the aliens would be smart enough to take people which I've heard that wouldn't necessarily be believed. Yeah. You know. 
It's fucking crazy. Um, so the Shag Harbor incident would, uh, you know, it would have a new life breathed into it through the efforts of MUFON, of course, investigator Chris Stiles. The case intrigued him so much that he decided to search for more details. Stiles found the names of many of the original witnesses, newspaper clippings, and was able to actually interview them and kind of see what their, what their story was. Um, so Styles was assisted by MUFON investigator Dodd Ledger, Dodge Ledger, uh, Doug Ledger, sorry, not Dodge. Uh, but, um, and this is kind of weird too, because there's, I don't know if this is the same guy. It might be on the documentary I watched from 2000, but he was one of the teenagers that saw it and he was 12 years old. And then his, uh, his grandfather, grandfather also saw it. Um, and then like called him and told him about it or something like that. Like he's like, I also saw those red, uh, those like weird lights. And then, so he, he was more kind of convinced and then he kind of like didn't really think about it for a while. And then Roswell came up, we read an article or saw something on it about Roswell and then it made him kind of relive and think about what he saw and started doing investigation. So they discovered that when divers, um, and, uh, there's, there was this ship, um, that actually went down and, uh, that's the one where they saw that, that weird foam, like, which is really weird. They saw like this gross looking foam, and I'm surprised they didn't actually um, didn't do anything with it because like they the HMS the HMCS Grand Granby or Grand B was ordered to the location where divers searched at the bottom and supposedly for several days and found nothing. But at the same time, if they did find something, would the public know about it? Not necessarily. All right. And and they're only gonna know whatever you want them to know anyway. So yeah. God. Charlie's eating my sock. Get away from me. Um, so the divers, along with the witnesses, obviously, um, they related these events. The object that dove into the water, obviously, of Harbor and then soon le- uh, left the Shag area. Nice. Uh, traveled underwater about 25 miles to a place called the Government Point. Hmm. That's a little, uh, that's a little strange, you might say. That's a little weird. And here, here's another thing, right? with all this shit and i just noticed that if you like if you google anything any of these events or anything mm-hmm. like this and just and i know it's a very generic thing to pull up anyway so i'm not saying by any means that it's like you can put anything on wikipedia i understand that yeah but i've noticed like that if you look like i can guarantee you let me do it right now i'm gonna pull up the shag harbor incident on wikipedia i'm sure there's a wikipedia page yeah there definitely is Okay, uh, Okay. so here we go, right? Uh, uh, so there we go, right? First thing on it, and I'm not saying this doesn't happen on yeah, yeah. lots of stuff, but it's just something to think about. This article needs additional citations for verification. Of course. Uh, and then it says, this section does not cite any sources. Please improve this section by adding reliable sources. <laughs> uh all unsourced material included here has been challenged and removed. Weird. Okay, so, yeah, of course. Right? Now, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be like the fucking crazy guy out shouting at the fucking wall or anything, <laughs> but... Yeah. Isn't it strange how anything like that is considered like, oh, well, you know, unsourced material, this doesn't cite any real sources, but if the government tell you, oh, well, this is the way it is, like, the COVID vaccine is 100% perfect and effective and safe... Yeah, that's a source, and that's like one hundred percent truth. Well, now you see and you it all the time. That. No, you see it all the time now, and they they want to construct um, a narrative, you know, that the pub the public will uh, you know eat up and and believe because most people are gullible and most people trust authority, and there's people that have like subservient. Not DNA, but thought processes, and um, mm-hmm. it's not good because you just get subdued and controlled by those in power. Because if you seem like a lot of people, like it serves them a purpose. There's a lot of people that don't really have a purpose, and they they kind of people that really don't care about really anything and stuff like that. They will they will feel purpose is to be virtual signaling people, and uh, we don't need any of you guys in our society. You guys can all fuck off off a cliff. Because you're going to make everything a lot worse for people that actually just want to live and cooperate and, you know, love their existence here. Because it's not, it's not good. Uh, because the more, go into, the more we go into this um, whole idea of uh, losing privacy and, you know, the World Economic Forum is like, it's, two, it's 2030. Um, there, you have no meat, you own nothing, and you're happy about it, and you'll have no privacy. And you seem fu- and you're so happy about it. 
It's like I don't think anyone really wants that. It's crazy. No, but you're you're a hundred percent right, and you know people might say, "Oh, it's very off the topic." Eh, not necessarily, no, because it it all ties into all of this stuff, and it's like whether it's UFOs, whether it's the COVID thing, whether it's the government, whether mm. it's politics, whatever it might be. Uh, if you say anything that strays off like the the well worn path, it's like. Oh, you're one of those fucking dudes. And they they And that's the way they yeah. want it. And they created that. They created the side. The CIA coined the term conspiracy theorist uh and conspiracy theory to essentially discredit people. That's why it was created. And people need to start fucking legitimately waking up to this stuff because it takes brainwashing one generation to change the entire world. So the divers, obviously, and all these witnesses that saw this weird thing dive under the water and then went to supposedly government's point, which was near a submarine detection base. The object was spotted on sonar there, and the Navy vessels were positioned over it. A few co- for After a couple days, the military was planning on a salvage operation when a second UFO joined the first. The common belief at the time was the second craft had arrived to render aid to the first one, which is kind of, that's fucking crazy crazy that they were like oh we're gonna come come pick up this other one and kind of help it which that and i've heard that in other ufo cases where you'll see if some there's a crash or something like that you might another ufo shows up and then some it's all gone essentially it's pretty crazy you see again like it's it'd be fun what to go do here. we really what do we really know i know nothing because what the fuck Hey. We, we don't know what happened. <laughs> so at this time, the Navy decided to wait and uh, watch. After about a week of monitoring the two UFOs, some of the vessels were called to investigate a Russian submarine that had entered Canada waters. At this point, the two underwater crafts made their move. So they were watching these crafts move throughout the water they made their way to the gulf of the marine and uh putting distance between themselves and chasing navy boats because as soon as it seems like maybe the navy showed up and got close enough to the object where they were monitoring and moving they end up uh they got the fuck out of there they broke the surface and shot away into the sky which is fucking crazy and how how Again, like, like you know the whole ufo thing of in the water man Easy way to just disappear if their ships have that technology and capability. And and again, like it's it's this thing of like you, you can't tell me that oh you know th- it was probably a weather balloon mm-hmm. or oh you know it was probably someone like uh, again weather balloon was probably okay for the time but like you know even now I see this thing of being like oh it was probably a drone. Yeah, now and it is like, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. now, nowadays they use a drone as, like, the new thing. And it's like, really, though, is it a drone? Because, uh, and at least here in Ireland, anyway, you've got to have permits and all that oh, yeah. for you can do anything with a drone. And it's all this bullshit about that. So it's like, no regular person seems to be allowed to fly a drone anywhere unless you do it illegally. Yeah. So I can't do that. And I haven't seen too many commoners flying drones that have all this shit attached to them and like oh yeah can fly fucking kilometers up in the sky faster than jets and stuff like that that are chasing yeah, come them on, like, maneuvering like, what, them get me a, get me a drone that i can buy from the store that can keep up with a fucking airplane yeah it's crazy and i think that people don't really understand what is out there we'll never really know until it actually happens because there's this idea of what is actually hiding in the water um the extraordinary events were co- uh, corroborated corroborated by many witnesses both civilian and military unfortunately the reports were given an off record it's off the record a lot of them were given like they're not actually substantialized and the government doesn't want to look into it it seems like an ex-military personnel feared the loss of their pensions and civilians witnessed fear uh feared and they also the witnesses that that saw the stuff obviously they, they feared ridicule and their privacy being invaded so and that's the main thing and that's why they do this on purpose because they want people to be in fear of being ridiculed and called crazy uh because essentially if they do that then you're not going to be believed yeah and and again this again a little bit off topic with the story wise but it ties into the same kind of idea about being ridiculed and, and how they how easily it is to do it Oh, um, I look at I, like and, and this will like you know I always try to make these a little timeless, but 
the COVID shit, I'm like, sorry, but that's a big thing that changed our world forever. And even uh, kids that might be listening to this, who knows, in 10, 15 years, it will have still played an impact on your lives. Yeah. I mean, we have a talk show here in Ireland called The Late Late Show. And it's How late is it? Is like, it like late, late? Yeah, it's only like 9 p.m. It's <laughs> um, not late, late. And it's basically like what what you would imagine it is. It's like one of those generic fucking like Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, fucking awful. Jimmy Fallon. Like, but now it's not as like um, happy, like goofy as that. But it's the same kind of idea. Uh, there was a a woman on it who had been campaigning, I think, throughout Ireland about like she had been abused or some shit years ago, and just she her story was kind of about how how easy it is for like the likes of the church and all these different institutions to cover up shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she basically talked about like the first time she was ever like, I don't know, fucking molested or whatever by a swimming coach. It was like a really famous story. Yeah. And this dude was like trying to like, I don't know, like finger or some shit in the pool when she was a kid and whatever. And she went to like the head of this school or whatever it was and told the guy and he was like, okay. And he was like, goes over, he locks the door of the office. And he's like, what do you want to do about this? She's like, I want to report it. Like, I want this to be done. He's like, okay, well, I have some information about something that you may have been involved in um, that could be much worse than this. So it that's all going to depend on what where we go from here. Whether of course. You're gonna, and, but it just, it kind of shows you like what you're saying about being ridiculed or having a way to manipulate the situation to be like, okay, well, you're going to do that. Like you said about people fearing their pensions and different things. It's like, they can just hit the reset button on your whole life and go goodbye. Yeah, they can. Especially now that we show, we seen what happened here in the Freedom Convoy. Is they can just turn off your ba- bank account and like people might not like this guy. There's a guy named Jeremy McKenzie who's a veteran, a Canadian veteran, and he says a lot of shit. He has his own podcast. He talks um, about the government and says a lot of shit and has said some like stuff where like mm, maybe he shouldn't have said that. But they debanked him. Scotia Bank to literally like just took it like ended his bank account. Said you can't be part of this anymore because of what you're saying politically, and that should never happen ever. Okay, you can have your Think fucking... About how pain. fucking wild that, that is. That is crazy. And the thing is, pedophiles and convicted sex offenders and murderers don't have that happen to them. So why the fuck would someone who is a dissident of the government, which his thing is like raging dissident if anyone wants to look him up, and not a lot of people may not like him, but he has he's a veteran and he's stood up against the shit and is a more of a man than half of you fucking people out there, so... And if he's such a, a raging, like, fucking imbecile... Mm-hmm then why would it make a difference whether he had a bank account or I not? Like why, if you're going like, oh, this is just some like geriatric fucking mongoloid who <laughs> yeah. has no idea about anything, then why why would you have to yeah. like debank him and like turn off his existence? I'm sure we're going to be talking about worse and worse stuff on the show and how bad it's going to get, but we'll have some fun times too. Um, so obviously there's little doubt uh, you know, that something unknown crashed in the waters of Shag Harbor on that October 4th, 1969 or 67 night. It's fucking weird. Um, I definitely think it was something. Um, and it, when we're saying it's it has all these different color hues, I think it was something off-worldly um, or maybe some secret technology or something, but it seems like it probably was um, some sort of alien craft. Um, and if they're, if they're dimensional shifting, well, or they, they have cloaking technology, but obviously people say that they can shift in and out of different dimensions, um, especially the more advanced uh, alien races, and they should, could have just fucking disappeared and just fucked off, you know, and nobody would really know the difference. Yeah, and look, maybe it's not as... Um, some of these stories are maybe not as as grandiose as maybe we'd like to believe yeah. but there's definitely fucking something going on there's a reason that the government and all these institutes and everything are told to like shut up and or blackmailed into yeah it's just very strange like or the amount of times that something has happened or there's been some form of like crash or explosion mm-hmm. and everything seems to just get fucking cleared up like for example to tie it into something that lots of people consider absolute fact and People may get offended by me saying this, but the whole nine eleven thing. Yeah. I mean, okay, we've just we've just cleared up an entire like massive crime scene. Yeah. We've just ripped we've ripped it all up, uh, shipped it all out to scrapyards, melted mm. everything down, shipped it off to all different countries and just went yeah. like, no, that's fine. We don't need to look into it anymore. It's just, we'll just get rid of it. 9-11 was fine. an inside job and there's enough proof to prove that because why would they, uh, especially that one guy, take out the loan 
like uh, they're the yeah. trillion dollars or whatever. It's all set up, and people still and think nine eleven wasn't perpetrated by your own government. Then you need to uh, you need to wake get up, get help. Yeah, you need to get help, get mental health and, help, and, and think about right. Think about how um, how confident and like how big your balls have to be to do something so fucking obvious yeah. and go. Oh, do you know what? I actually don't even care if the world finds this out because it doesn't matter because nothing's going to happen. No, nothing. And then uh, one thing I've learned is there is uh, there's no accountability for people in power, especially, and it never really has been to an extent. But especially in our modern day world, there no one is being held accountable for their actions and how they affect people's lives and hurt them and deconstruct the society that took so long for people to build and to fight for. And you know what? You just need to uh, wake up, little snoozy. Smell the smell and salt. You know, wake up, idiot. Wake up. So I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, we'll be diving into some very deep UFO cases of abductions and stuff like that. Um, eventually, I do want to do fairly soon. Travis Walton. Um, yes. But because that will be a lot of fun. I want to watch Fire in the Sky. And then uh, I do. It's going to be this year, even if it's in uh, a month or two or close to the summer. I do want to do a big discussion. Once we get Jimmy Savile's fucking creepy ass out of the way, um, then we can. Uh, <sighs> I know I'm, I got to get all my research done this week and then we can start diving into getting into like the Area 51. And I do want to do a big alien abduction talk where, you know, it's going to be like three, three and a half hours, pretty fairly long structured format. Um, but I want to get into it. I'm going to get a lot of info. Yeah, there's the, the Travis Walton thing is is uh, crazy and Fire in the Sky. I only watched that recently for the first time properly. Did you like it? Uh, and I, yeah, I did. I really liked it. But that that uh, that movie is kind of like things like that are I think what give me the impression of about how it may potentially be. Oh, I know. When if he I were to ever be, clips, yeah. Yeah, if I was to ever be a fucking abducted or have to deal with aliens, it will be that like horrifying, like fucking sterile, like what? Well, the I might want to, I might want to see if Charles wants to watch it with me. But um, around that time, we do Travis Walton. We should watch Fire in the Sky a commentary, either just for your show or throw up on the Patreon. Yep. Um, because yeah. I think it might be a good fun thing to discuss and talk about. Because even for your show, it might draw people in to the whole alien aspect, mm-hmm. and then come over to Strange Brew side and see what the fuck's going on of our strange neck of the woods. Um, but uh, obviously, you know where to find us: uh, First Class Horror and Strange Brew Podcast on Instagram. We almost got our Instagram fucking shut down and deleted uh, for a cartoon dick, literally for a Patreon Again, episode. Like, it's, it's just fucking like. I don't know. It's just hypocritical. Like, sometimes I try not to get into that conversation, but like it's fucking wild. I do not understand. Chicks are shaking their asses on Instagram, pretty much naked, um, and showing their nipples with these see-through bras, and that's okay. But I have literally a cartoon dick that looked very cartoonish. It was a full-on cartoon dick over the faces of two serial killers that I turned into me and Billy for a Patreon episode, and I was like, did I just lose my account that I've built up for all this fucking time? But that's the best place to go find us is on Instagram. Um, obviously, you can also find the host head page has stayed alive a little bit on uh, on Facebook, so just look up the Strange Brews host heads, um, and obviously you can follow us on facebook i try to keep posting on there and keep it up as like that but uh you know mostly instagram is the place to find us we're on bit shoot and rumble now um odyssey for video content we're on a bunch of stuff in case youtube decides to become more strict in censorship <laughs> so uh, so it could happen yeah so uh you know thanks for tuning in we appreciate all the fans uh something i gotta say a little more often is leave a five-star review um, you know, wherever you listen to us, uh, we'd appreciate that greatly. Give us a good review if you enjoy the content. And if you don't, I'd have no idea why you're still listening. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> if you don't, then fuck you. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, so obviously, everybody love everybody. And, uh, you know, stay strange, if this fuckers. mattered as much as being able to knock down 700 incoming intercontinental ballistic missiles in a minute and a half, you can bet your boots it would be on your plate by breakfast time. But we are not organizing ourselves to save ourselves. We are organizing ourselves to deny our dilemma and to continue the fiction of business as usual. Touch when I touch you, hold you in my dreams A new socks too close to the throne as I breathe Fuck you when the drugs do nosebleeds As you crush ease and trust coke fiends As you sing Jolene in old jeans To a bartender, Milwaukee Heart dismembered on a dark December Put it in a box, walking through the blocks Of the lonely streets, holding till it beats It goes
beneath the sheets The earth frozen beneath my feet Don't speak the code of the streets that they don't teach Boldly go where they can't mold me Try to indoctrinate With lies is how they propagate In the eyes of the God that they hate Infiltrate the minds of the child who lost their faith To this hostile race I stay lost in space